Hello, naked peeps, and you are listening to another rendition of the Naked Nerd. I am the Naked Nerd, and how are you all doing? Now, as always, or as of the season, I'd like everyone just to take a moment, just take a moment in uh, your day, even if it's just in the morning or in the afternoon, uh, whether you're having a rest or having a shower, I want you just to take this moment and I want you to repeat the mantra that I have been giving you all. So, this mantra, remember, Naked Peeps, is, it is okay for my body to look like this. So, let's take a moment. I'm going to give you all just a moment to uh, gather around yourself. Rather, collect yourself. Give yourself a moment. And you can do this sitting down. You can do this standing up. You can do this while having a cup of tea. But I want you just to pause and just give yourself this moment to tell yourself it is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay. For my body to look like this. Now you can do this for as long as you want. I would recommend giving yourself at least a minute. Uh, to as much as uh, 5 to 10 minutes. Um, and I want you to do this as much as you can. Because as I keep trying to tell everyone. Your body is beautiful. And particularly as a newness, I want people to... Feel that their body is beautiful. It doesn't matter whether you're skinny. It doesn't matter whether you're curvy. It doesn't matter if you are unfit. It doesn't matter if you're the most athletic person in the world. Your body is beautiful. And no one gets to judge your body except for you. Now, you can change your body. Yes, of course. But uh, you need to uh, take the time and emerge yourself. Sorry, emerge immense yourself to emerge in your body, uh, to express your beauty in your body, or of your body. Well, uh, regardless, I want you to make sure that you feel very safe with your body, to make sure that you feel comfortable in your body. Because, in my opinion, there's still quite a lot of people out there who do not accept themselves. Um, and sometimes I do that. Sometimes I, I'm not able to accept myself for the person that I am because I don't feel comfortable enough. But uh, day by day, day by day, I am getting to the point where I am feeling very comfortable. And speaking of feeling comfortable, uh, I've noticed that my audience is starting to get really comfortable with the new format of the show. Uh, one of my listeners, David D, actually wrote me uh, the other week uh, saying, Congratulations on the new episode. Your podcast style has really improved in the most recent episodes. It is somewhat amusing to me you coming out non-binary, as it seems to be happening all around me at the moment. Of my friends, I think six of them have binary or trans children now. And my daughter also uh, identifies that way. I think it's great that we've reached a point in this world where you can identify non-binary without risk or of denial, aggression or violence. 
uh, though that all still exists. I hope it works out for you. Thank you, David D. Um, it does seem a bit amusing that we're still living in an age where we have to come out, or we have to have this ideation that we need to be able to come out to people. Um, and it's important that we try and come out when we want to. Now, I get it that because we are in a, a time where we should be able to be ourselves without having to have uh, the talk about, hey, this is who I am. But here's the thing, there's still people out there, there's still groups of people out there who don't have that luxury of being able to say, hey, this is who I am, don't judge me, and um, I hope that you do love me. Because the fact of the matter is, there's still people out there who still judge. And unfortunately, they use one of three of three reasons behind it. One, because of tradition. Um, one, the other reason, because of religion. And the fact of the matter is, um, and this is perhaps the most important reason, they don't understand or they fear it. Um, so when we're talking about tradition, we're talking about uh, usually uh, referring to uh, conservative traditions. Now, um, this unfortunately dates back to a lot of uh, more European uh, traditions where it's very much seen as uh, that from a conservative point of view that a marriage or rather a relationship or anything to do with sexuality has to be between a man and a woman and I say has to in the context of what they think I don't necessarily think that in particular because uh, love and sex um, don't necessarily have to be between just a man and a woman it can be between a man and a man a woman and a woman uh, those who don't define themselves in the binary spectrum of things um, it can be between anyone and it unfortunately because of this conservative conservative traditionalist ideation we tend to uh, uh, get this understanding from these conservatives that love has to be one way or another. There's no spectrum or shade of grey to be, well, to be blunt. Um, the other has to do with religion. Now, from someone who has studied religion as part of their university degree, um, religion explains a lot of the history behind the people, um, particularly when it comes to Christianity. Now, um, for those who, who are of the Christian faith, or of the Catholic faith, uh, you definitely need to hear this because a lot of uh, our understanding of faith comes from a time where uh, numbers of people who were Jewish or numbers of people who were of uh, Christian sect were very, very much low. And the reason behind uh, having a love between a man and woman was very much for population reasons, to increase the population rather than anything else. Um, other civilizations, including the Romans, who were not uh, primarily Christian or Catholic or anything, or, or rather they held more pagan beliefs, uh, believed that love could be between... Uh, a man and woman or a man and a man, but it wasn't something that was uh, frowned upon. 
I mean, um, if we're going to be looking at things from a Christological perspective, um, the idea of not understanding love, understanding identity, is very important. Uh, because uh, this seems to give off this un unwarranted and not necessarily complete understanding of how identity works. Um, particularly if you look at uh, the old uh, parts of the Bible, particularly the Torah and some of the uh, first chapters of the Bible. Um, now, I know what you're thinking. What does this have to do with naturism? What does this have to do with being comfortable? Um, it has a lot to do with being comfortable, being comfortable with your own identity and being comfortable with yourself. Um, I know this sounds like a bit of a, of like a history lesson and a bit of a, uh, classroom experience, but I want you to just, uh, uh, stay with me on this because this is something that a lot of people tend to misunderstand, uh, because they don't necessarily have the luxury or the time to actually go and, and, uh, research certain things. Um, so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because um, the idea of of uh, placing homosexuality or anything to do with um, LGBTQ uh, people as uh, spoken as or written as a sin uh, only has come up in the last a hundred years or so, um, and it's mainly been because of mistranslation of the Bible. Now, for those of you who don't know. The Bible itself has been translated into many different languages, and the original interpretation of the Bible has not necessarily been complete. Uh, that's because certain uh, words cannot be translated directly into English or Latin, and it does offer, unfortunately, some room for interpretation. Um, but the more recent uh, interpretations of the last hundred years or so have offered uh, or rather have tried to explain away homosexuality as a sin based on uh, stories about Sodom and Gomorrah and uh, and uh, parts of the Bible where it states, I think it was Leviticus, uh, that states uh, something along the lines of that man shall not lie uh, in the same way as a... Uh, sorry, what was it? Uh, men shall not lie with another man the same way as a woman. Um, and that particular verse in itself has caused quite a bit of controversy and misunderstanding because originally that was meant to talk about how men should not lay in the same way, um, sorry, men should not lay with a child in the same way as a woman. And so that should hold some uh, very important interpretation and understanding on its own. Um, it was basically saying that uh, men, as in um, actual males, sorry, let me rephrase that, um, men in the definition of how they interpret what men to be, uh, should not be laying with children. That's the actual interpretation. So this idea about homosexuality being an abomination and being a sin in itself based on the Bible, it's, it's totally unwarranted and not necessarily uh, understood because of this 
room for interpretation because of the many translations of the Bible. Now, uh, let's get to my last uh, reason behind people uh, not necessarily understanding this idea of identity and sexuality. Um, is because of the lack of understanding. Um, and this comes back to points one and two as well. But overall, there is this lack of understanding of where to go from um, understanding that a certain person is of a certain persuasion sexually and identifies as a certain way uh, in terms of their gender. Uh, they tend to fear, people tend to fear what they don't understand. And for the most part, they don't understand this because, uh, one, information such as that uh, describing or, or detailing what uh, sexuality is or what gender identity is may not necessarily be readily available. Yes, there's Google. Of course there's Google, but Google can only offer maybe 10 to 20% of a, a scientific perspective and of a personal perspective because not everyone's uh, understanding and journey of identity uh, gender-wise and sexuality-wise is the same. And I say this wholeheartedly because uh, there's there are people out there, and these are people I know, who are gay, but don't necessarily uh, feel that they identify with the stereotype of being gay. I know of people who are asexual, but uh, have homoromantic tendencies, and they're perfectly comfortable with identifying themselves as that. Um, I have people who are non-binary, but they have different spec sorry let me rephrase they each share different uh, spectrums of pronouns um and th and that's something i actually want to talk about as well because uh, that's something i've been um i've personally been trying to come to terms with my own pronouns as well but in summary um being comfortable with uh, one's identity and being able to share it is not something that everyone is able to experience uh, positively because there's this ideation behind it uh, when it comes to the people that they're telling because either they don't understand it uh, or their religious understanding and I also will ex extend that to both Christianity and Islam as well um, is not necessarily uh, a match in uh, in particular families that uh, believe in the faith um, and also this idea of of a con of tradition and uh, a very conservative tradition it's not necessarily uh, matching with what is needed at the time um, but what are your thoughts what is your experience with identity whether it be sexuality or gender identity i would like to know if you identify yourself as a cis straight man i'd like to know if you identify as a cis straight woman i'd like to know if you identify as non-binary in any any way shape or form or if you have uh, your own set of pronouns that you go by um if you identify as a lesbian gay trans uh, queer uh, pansexual, whatever you identify, I would love to know. And if you're a naturist as well, on top of that, 
I would certainly would love to know. Now, on on the similar subject, I'd like to discuss pronouns. So, um, I've recently been checking out TikTok, and one of the things I noticed, uh, and particularly with live videos. So, for those of you who don't know what TikTok is, or basically uh, living your own lives. Um, TikTok is an app where people are able to share uh, videos from 15 seconds to now three minutes long. And they usually are a take of what's happened uh, in their lives or something that they've experienced or try to use an audio sound to create a a meme of their own. Um, But other TikTokers try and go live and share their experiences with the world whether it be uh, simple tutorials, uh, showing off their latest uh, collection of nerdy things, or showing off video games. Uh, TikTok offers quite a number of different um, videos. And unfortunately, it also offers some very racist content as well because of how open this, this particular website and app is. But one of the things I've noticed, and this is something that a lot of people have noticed on TikTok, people get uh, keep uh, getting asked about their particular pronouns. And uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I was watching a very quick TikTok, and it said something along the lines of, well, back in my day, we didn't even have pronouns. We didn't even need to worry about that stuff. And my first thought was, and particularly because of who I am, my first thought was, um, so they didn't have pronouns, uh, when, uh, when they were living in their particular time period. Uh, and my second thought was, does, uh, does this particular person who unfortunately is a man, uh, not realize that pronouns have been something that's been part of the English language for years? Be, or and it's something that is used uh, quite heavily uh, in other languages as well, um, because that's how people identify themselves. Um, my personal pronouns are he, him, they, and them, because I identify myself as a non-binary man. Now, how can one be non-binary and a man at the same time? Uh, so... Basically, because while I have the genitalia that supports myself, uh, supports the idea of being a man, I do not necessarily share the masculine or rather the stereotype or inclinations that support me being a man in that regard. I don't necessarily feel like a woman, but I don't necessarily feel either or and both at the same time it see it is difficult to explain because I'm still trying to get my head around uh feeling like myself it's just for the most part I don't feel like I am a man and that's okay because uh, there are people who don't necessarily feel masculine or feminine or uh or have their own way of expressing both and that's particularly fine um 
But pronouns, especially when it comes to pronouns, and this is something that I want everyone to really understand, it's very important that we are able to uh, address people by their pronouns, uh, whether they use he, him, uh, she, her, uh, they or them, or z or zay. Uh, we need to be able to uh, express our... What's the word I'm looking for? I was about to say gratitude, but that's not necessarily the word I'm looking for. We need to express our respect for others who may not necessarily have the exact same pronouns as, as you do. Um, and I think that goes without saying that respect is something that needs to happen. Now, I'm not saying, you know, go, go out and start punching people who don't uh, respect pronouns. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that try and educate yourselves particularly if you don't necessarily understand about how uh, important pronouns are today, particularly with uh, those who are trans and those who express themselves as non-binary. Um, but I'll leave that talk as it is because I feel that uh, people need to uh, get a handle of this first. But if you do have any questions for me or if you have any comments of, you, of your own about pronouns, please uh, let me know. Now, I'll finish off with a bit of new talk. Sorry, nude talk, not new as in N-E-W, nude as in N-U-D-E. So, the other day, I was actually, I was having a shower. And um, after I dried myself off, I, I started to notice there was a bit of glistening on my chest. And I thought... Maybe uh, it was the trick of a light, but I realized, and upon closer inspection, that I had my first grey chest hair, or rather my first clear chest hair, and it really made me think about uh, the process of it all, like, is this the beginning of the end, <laughs> so to speak? Or is this the beginning of something new? Uh, because when change happens to our bodies, uh, it's something that we, unfortunately, we tend to suffer or rather uh, ex uh, go through in silence. Uh, the change of hairs, so to speak, or the losing of hairs. Um, so, I'd like to know, um, if there's any changes in your body that you've been going through lately uh, that has uh, confounded you in in no in any way, shape, or form, um, because I think it's something that we all need to talk about. Um, our bodies are changing every single day, um, whether we're experiencing uh, excessive hair growth or ex experiencing. Um, a loss of hair, whether our noses are getting bigger or our ears are getting bigger. I'm definitely noticed that my body is changing a little bit. I'm, I'm starting to uh, notice changes everywhere. And it feels like... Okay, so if you recall the talk that I had uh, the first couple of episodes ago, um, I talked about having the puberty talk. And talk, having the comfortable body talk. Um, and it's still something that I feel that people should have. But 
I think it's something that people should talk about. And I am going to be talking about how my body is changing. Uh, because I think it's a very important thing that we do talk about how our bodies are changing. Um, because the way we feel today is not necessarily going to be the way we feel tomorrow. Uh, changes in our body, uh, whether it be new spots, new hairs, uh, new sense of smell, uh, new taste, anything that changes with us uh, needs to be shared. And I feel that I need to share this. Um, and speaking of sharing, I'm hoping to uh, go this summer to a couple of, of nudist places, uh, particularly in my area. Um, but one of the things I have noticed um, is that there's still this kind of reluctancy of people to be able to express themselves and being comfortable with their body. Um, and this is something I also have brought up in the beginning of this episode. So here's my uh, advice and homework for everyone. I want everyone, uh, and that includes uh, those who are new listeners, I want you to take an hour of your day just to relax without your clothes on. Just take an hour. Now, you don't necessarily have to be doing anything. You could be watching TV. You could be doing... Uh, you could be doing some cleaning, but I want you to take an hour of the day, uh, even if it's even if it's just uh, half an hour, just take that time, just to relax, and be comfortable with your body. But I'll leave it at that, naked peeps, because I do have to go. But until next episode, live nude and be yourself, and it is okay for your body to look like this.